Yes, beautiful music. Beautiful music for a Saturday morning. Thank you very much. Uh, my next guest is an electric violinist who has burst onto the local and international music scene with her fresh take on contemporary and jazz music with her electrifying musicality and signature style of wearing just one glove while performing. Uh, Kirsty Bowes certainly stands out from the crowd. Now, she studied violin uh, under one of the country's most outstanding violin experts, Suzanne Martins, at the uh, Stellenbosch Conservatorium. She's literally performed all over the world and recently, as we were just talking about, performed uh, or opened for Grammy award-winning musician PJ Morton when he was in town. Welcome. Hi, Sarah Jane. Hi. <laughs> so, first off, we've been I've been asking people all morning, uh, in light of the fact that you're coming into studio, uh, if they play instruments, what's their background. We've had some absolute corkers, like just some really great stories. And I was trying to think that, so Riaz, you've got some very, very stiff competition. Oh. Uh, I will tell you that, because while he was in primary school, Riaz played the violin. So oh. I think it's a good job you didn't bring yours in today, because I think you would have been embarrassed. <laughs> I oh. think you would have been shown up. Riaz. Because, you know... Hey, we should have a showdown. Three, uh, <laughs> three or four years of, of mediocre violin playing. <laughs> he literally told me he could only play Bar Bar Black Sheep on the violin. So that would have been interesting. Um piano i did piano for quite i'm not bad on the piano okay i played the cello for a while mm -hmm. if i was to be given a cello now disaster wouldn't even know where to begin um we had zuki messaging in saying that she had a piano teacher who every time she spoke uh she used to spit at her <gasps> so that's always a treat when you're learning to play an instrument. So I have to ask you, when did your... <laughs> That's a nice <laughs> entrance. <laughs> Isn't it? Welcome. Uh, when did your relationship, your love affair, when and how did it begin with the violin? Well, I think if we're going to explain this properly, yeah. it really has to start with the beginning of my love for music. Okay. Because when I was younger, I think at about five years old, I... You know, I was just, you know, like little kid toddler wandering through the mall with my parents. And I just saw the music store. It literally called me. And I was like, okay, I dragged them to the place. Really? <laughs> it's this music store called Hoyer. And that was, uh, they still have a branch in Stellenbosch. And that's where you get all your music supplies, including music instruments. Right. So I dragged them there. That was the first time I ever encountered an instrument in my life. I immediately started playing the piano. Okay. And that's when I started, you know, realizing, hey, I can make up melodies just by ear, like just by doing that. So that's where it all started. And then when I went to first grade, yeah, first grade, I... I had the privilege of being able to select which instrument I could do at the school. Yeah. Because there was no way I wasn't going through school without doing an instrument. What was on offer? What what didn't okay. make the cut? I literally had this conversation with someone the other day. Okay. <laughs> it's so funny. But uh, I had the option of flute, recorder, guitar, piano, and violin. Okay. And then I said, Mom, it's, it's hands down the violin. Why? <laughs> I don't know. It, okay, you know, you're a kid at that age and you're like, I want to, or at least for me, and I think I'm still this way, I love a challenge. So I think I wanted something that looked amazing. And yeah. usually things that look amazing are usually a challenge. True. So I took on the, I, I would say, the, the quite a challenging instrument, I must say. Wow. And 
and it's been a very amazing ride. Not easy, but it's been a really like amazing love affair with that instrument ever since then. So I, so I was also telling a story at the beginning of the show about my mum, who oh, I come from a musical family. My mum plays plays played plays piano. Um, she tried to learn the flute for a year. She, this is what she says, and she stuck to this story for all of my forty three years. She said that she tried to play it for a year, couldn't get a sound out of it, and then quit. Imagine the perseverance of that. Mm, like, yeah. <laughs> even after six months, and you still haven't got a note out of it, being like, no, I'm going to keep going for another six months. Yeah. So did you, were you a natural? Is anyone a natural with the violin? I would say what really counted in my favor was the fact, the thing that I explained to you right from the beginning was being able to hear and play. And Even on the violin. So violin, okay, violin's a whole other ball game because you've got, unlike the guitar, you don't have guidance, you don't have frets. You have to learn by muscle memory what where exactly to place your fingers. In I order used to, to have little orange exactly. stickers <laughs> exactly. when I first That's learned I to started. play the cello. Yeah. My teacher would put, and then one day he removed them. Yeah. And that was pretty much my last... My last outing of the cello. <laughs> right. So it's muscle memory. Well, yeah. it would be, wouldn't it? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's a combination of muscle memory and having a good ear. I hear you. Yeah. I hear you. I just, so, so for me, my, my thing with the piano, I'm with you on that. I kind of sat down and I could work out, you know, by ear. Oh, I can do mm-hmm. that. The, the, when you start bringing strings into it. <laughs> It's a different, and, and ditto with, I picked up a clarinet once. My cousin played the clarinet, which was similar-ish to the recorder in terms of blowing and putting fingers on things. And I could work something out there. Yeah. Not so with a stringed instrument, which is why mm-hmm. I could never get on board with a guitar. Could, it was all right on the cello, but it wasn't by ear. Mm-hmm. And the violin, forget it. I'm so intimidated by the violin. I mean, it's it's quite a showy instrument for starters. Very. I mean, here we are <laughs> creating a show out of it. But, um, it, it, but I love that. <laughs> I love it too. <laughs> um, and I mean, it's no, it's it's known for being, you know, the concert master instrument, the one that leads the in, the the orchestra. So it's it's very much something that requires like a lot of confidence. I think with any instrument, you know, but like there's some other level of confidence that it requires you know I mean if I had to speak about other instruments like the brass players I mean (laughs) and my colleagues are gonna laugh but um, (laughs) brass players are known for being like you know boisterous personalities they rock up and their presence is like "Eh." so there's like a personality attached to the instrument and naturally yours Mm. should merge with it so yeah that's interesting yours definitely does I've seen videos of you performing and it's you. I think the physicality also mm-hmm. is is what's just so mesmerising. Actually, to to watch you play, and I've I've you know a, you. a few other a few other violinists that I've had the 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 honour of of being able to watch. There's almost a thing of you become one with the instrument. Yes, and you don't really know. Am I am I mesmerised because of the sound that's coming out, or because of, of what I'm watching? Mm-hmm. It's just talk to me about the glove. The glove. <laughs> Um, I have nothing to say much about it aside from the fact that I love vintage. I love, I'm like a notorious, you know, mom's closet robber kind of thing. And eventually she just ended up giving me 
all her stuff that she kept over the years. So um, what am I wearing right now? Okay, to be fair, I'm not wearing anything today. <laughs> That's my mother's. But every day I wear something from my mother's closet. Aww. And then I was always the one asking my family, hey, um, did um, Omar leave this behind? Did um, Ma leave this behind? Blah, blah, blah. Um, because I know my Ma, from my dad's side, left gloves yeah, so I've always had a love for that. I had a love for thrifting. And I so much wanted to wear gloves with my performance, you know, right. because I love to style my performances. Yeah. But I can't wear two gloves because, um, you know, you need That's to... That's obviously your bowing hand. Yes, exactly. And, right. you know, grip is fine. But when it comes to, you know, putting the notes down, you know, a glove is just going to make it sound weird. Yeah. So, yeah. That's why I was just like, okay, I'm not letting go of this glove idea. I'm just so did keep it become it. a... Because uh, it's become your thing, mm-hmm. right? I was going to say something. This shows I've been watching too much, listening to too much the true crime podcast. I was going to say, if you, <gasps> if you were a serial killer, it would have been your calling card. Oh it's God. time to put down... Look at Riaz's face. He's like, that's it. Enough of the true crime podcast. Somebody did actually message in and say, can you ask Esche the name of the podcast she's listening to? Something to do with true crime. It's called people it's called people are the worst there we go I've been listening to it so much oh my gosh if you were a serial killer that would be but I mean it's become it's become your thing right the the glove yeah consciously did it just sort of happen or did you go I'm wearing a lot of gloves I could work this into the act I don't know, there was something dynamic about, like, you know, when you're an artist and you watch back on your videos or listen back on your performances and things. And, I mean, I put it, I put the glove on and I was like, let's just do this one day. And I saw how dynamically it worked with not just, you know, music performance, but with the audio vision overall. Yeah. So I was just like, wow, if people can relate to this, then why not keep it? Good move. Strong, <laughs> strong move, strong move. I want to talk to you about the your your music in, in particular. Um, there is a um, a misconception that the violin, it's I mean obviously you know classical music, but you have in you've done you are doing something in your performances that changes that kind of throws all of that to the wind and says no 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 this is what I can do. Uh, did I hear you doing a version of was it Don't Stop Till You Get Enough or it yes. was was it right on Expresso on Expresso um, Michael Jackson off Jackson Five what something to do with the Jacksons <laughs> um, and it was so great. There was a young musician I don't know if you know him I think his name is Dylan who's also a violinist who mm-hmm. came into st- do you know a Dylan who plays the violin I know a Dylan. Does and I have a feeling I studied with him. Okay. <laughs> he came into studio with me years and years ago. And he did a version of Alicia Keys. Uh, Some people want it all. I don't even know if what the song is. If I got you. It was so breathtaking and moving. <gasps> it brought me to tears. But and, and I'd never really heard the violin played like that. Outside of Vivaldi, I hadn't really kind of... And so it was almost... It was so moving because it was beautifully played it beautifully. But to hear a genre of music that I adore, I love Alicia Keys, with an instrument that I also adore, it was just a marriage. It was such a beautiful marriage. Um, talk to me about your take on a more contemporary sound with a traditionally classical instrument. I think such a long-winded way of asking that question. <laughs> I'm so sorry. No, I'm here for it. I love the way you phrase everything, you know, and... Um, 
I just have to point out that my mother's a fan as well. Oh. So she was like, you're speaking to Sarah Jane today? Oh, my God. Oh, that's so sweet. <laughs> Hello, Mum. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Um, the I have to say that the way that I approach the violin is m- maybe a little bit more, as you say, contemporary. I was more into singing before I dived into... Can I ask you if you could sing? You can ask me. If I you was going to ask you if that. If I can sing. Because you look like you can sing and I don't know why I would necessarily... <laughs> okay, go on. Sorry, I interrupted. Go. Okay, it's your script. So just tell me <laughs> when and then I will sing. <laughs> um, but anyways, so I, I sang a lot and I love, I love playing with tone. Okay. And when... It was actually a little bit of a tragic story. I ended up... Um, the year of COVID, well, the year after it broke out, I lost a lot of family members. Right. And I ended up playing at all their funerals, you know. Sure. And I realized I am not, not going to sing very well because obviously you're going to be crying. Right. So I rather wanted to play the violin. So I translated my voice into the form of the violin mm. by playing pieces that, okay, some of them were classical and then some wanted, you know, a rendition or a take on a more modern song. Right. And I realized how much I could put a lot of soul into this instrument just by translating my voice into it. Mm. And I felt it so hard during those times, like during, during play, performing for those type of events that I was like, wait, I feel something and I want to deliver it to people. So that's exactly the marriage that's happening is actually my voice with the instrument. That's amazing. (laughs) I love that. Can you... Right, you said you love my phrasing and I'm about to disappoint you horribly. (laughs) Um, The question that I want to ask, let's say that you're singing and you do a riff or a run. Mm -hmm. Can that translate accurately to the violin? Absolutely. Can it? Absolutely. There's nothing that's impossible. Right. Oh. You just got to say that it's possible. Okay. I love that. <laughs> Kirsty Rose is in studio with us this morning. Uh, she is an electric... Right. We need to talk about the electric version of the violin. Mm-hmm. Because uh, uh, you are an electric violinist. Mm-hmm. But you're also just a normal violin... And, and, <laughs> and, and a non-electric violinist because you play both. So what's the deal with that? Well, I just... I'm, I mean, I think... How does it... Dif- how does one... Inst- I mean, they look very different. Yeah. I mean, they're both violins, obviously, but sure. they have a different type of, like, you know, framing and all of that, you know. The electric violin is purely something that you can amplify. Um, well, I love how I say purely because the acoustic instrument is more the pure one. Yeah, yeah. But the electric, let's start with the acoustic. So the acoustic violin is more, yeah, it's it's the, the OG violin, if we can right. put it in colloquial terms. And the acoustics are provided by the body of the... Yes, the body. So there's, um, it works with the F holes, like on on this each side of the bridge of the instrument. I'm um, sorry, not the bridge, the the fingerboard. Yes, that has the strings. Yes, that kind of like guides the strings towards the end, which is the scroll. And then on either side, you've got F holes. So yes, it's got to do with the construction of the body of the violin, and then the F holes allow for the sound to ex- escape, basically. Yeah. Right. I'm 43 years old. You know that sometimes you just learn something, you go, this is embarrassing that I didn't know this before or work this out for myself. Yeah. I'm now picturing the the F-holes and I'd never really, of course, that's what that would be for. Yeah. 
I'd never really even thought about that before. Mm Mm-hmm. It's really it's it's a really interesting scientific study if you go and read on about it. Um, one of my really good friends um, actually did a thesis on it, so I was like, okay, cool, you go, on girl. those holes, N- not on the holes, on the on the acoustics of the violin, yeah, on the c- construction of the violin, yeah. How long's the violin been around? The violin has been around. Uh, now we're jogging way back into music history, but I would say, oh man. I would say it's been around. I think the string, the idea of a string instrument, has been around for very, very long. Yeah. Um, and it like, how do you say, morphed or evolved into a string instrument. So I would say it became even more prominent um, from. I'm gonna get my dates wrong. I'm okay. sorry. Don't because worry. my my head is like spinning. No, no, no. It's absolutely fine. <laughs> and I'm gonna embarrass a my lecture. <laughs> I've just I've just googled a picture of a violin. I know, folks. I just had to get into my mind's eye because I was suddenly hold on. Okay, yes, it's not like the guitar. The fret doesn't go and the strings don't go over a hole in the middle like they do in yeah. the guitar. The F holes, yes, <clears throat> of course. Thank you, Riaz. Riaz says that the earliest existence is recorded in the 1500s. Yeah. Okay. Long time. All Long right. Time. So now I've googled electric violin because I'm trying to compare. Okay. Right. Which often. I mean, it, it looks like a, a very slimmed down version. Sometimes it just looks like you're playing on a fret and that's it. Yeah. So that's what I mean by the evolution. Got so you. it kind of, it's like, where specifically are you talking about? Like when it became a violin or when? So that's why I was like a little bit, okay, which exactly? I get like you. The I get you. What um, do you prefer? What do you prefer to play? I do prefer, I mean, everyone knows me as a little bit of a rebel. Right. So I do prefer, I think in studio, I love playing the acoustic violin because of its soul and its resonance. Like you really feel, like you say, become one with the instrument. Yeah. But because I thrive on just delivering performance to everybody, the electric violin feels like the closest to my personality. Right. Because, I mean, it's, it's, I got it spray painted black and um, it matches me. And there's so much like really interesting effects that you can put on to that electric violin. How? I literally played last night um, and um, with a DJ and you can add all these amazing effects onto the instrument. It's That's amazing. amazing. Yeah. I just, I love the fact that it's a modernized version of a, of a violin. Here's a question for you. Presumably you, you still have to practice. Yes, of course. Do you still play for pleasure do you ever outside of practice and outside of performance do you ever just pick up your violin and play because you can absolutely do you I like to and I'm a little bit of a multitasker so these days I like to record while I play for pleasure for pleasure right so creating my own renditions of songs and then also composing my own music which yeah We'll put onto into publicity soon. Will you? Yeah. Oh, that will be amazing. And, and what can we expect from that? We can expect, or everyone can expect, a bit of dynamicism. Mm. I I like to call it like elegant empowerment okay. through an instrument. You know, if if you can imagine that through a tone, yeah, as a tone, yeah, that's what I want to deliver. Okay. And what would that? Are we looking at an EP, an album? 
what would we be looking at? We're looking at, at an EP. Lovely. Mm-hmm. I've, I've got on board with the EPs. At mm-hmm. first, I wasn't sure. <laughs> I, don't know, I don't quite know why, what, what my problem was with EPs. But at first, and now I'm all over it. Yeah. I love an EP. It's just the, it's just the way forward for me. Um, folks, um, Kirsty Bowes is, I guess, in studio. Great little moniker that you've done there well done thank you so good <laughs> so good that and the glove I'm all over it the violin is one of those instruments that could it just brings me to tears it, I just think it is so beautiful and you play it so beautifully if people want to follow you on social media or find you or get you to come and play at a wedding or whatever <laughs> it is um, that they might want you to come and do how can they get in touch with you oh, I think the best way is either on TikTok or Instagram or you can just email us at info at kirstybowes.com and yeah then we're organised to make the whatever it is we're planning amazing lovely it has been honestly an absolute treat to have you uh, in studio is there anywhere that people can listen to your music like are you on Spotify or can we just go and listen on TikTok and Um, so that EP is coming through so that is what I'll keep updating you on okay please (laughs) please do 